All right, welcome to another segment of Let's Talk UNLV podcast. You with co-host Keith and Dr. Tanya Crabb, and I ran off my last co-host, Renee Watson, so we have a <laughs> new co-host. I'm going to try to retain her a little longer. So, Dr. Crabb, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Pleasure to be here. Well, you know, we always start off tradition just talking about, you know, what we did over the weekend. How was your weekend? Restful. It was really <laughs> restful. Um, I had a good opportunity to get some sleep. I went outside. I did some writing. All, I actually read a book, a whole real book. What was the title? It was called um, Reckless. Oh, and it's by Stacey Abrams. She writes under a pen name. I don't remember her pen name. So what was your key takeaway from the book? You know, I was a bit salty because it's part of a series, and I'm used to books like ending at the end. And I was like, dang it, now i got to buy book number two to finish the story. But it was a really... Captivating read. It's an extremely captivating read. You know, I'm I'm embarrassed to say I probably shouldn't say this, you know, but I I don't think I've read a book since my dissertation. Listen, in <laughs> academia, like after you've done academia, you suddenly like books are like your kryptonite. Like, <laughs> I know. I, you know, so I've been more into podcasts and things like that, and more articles. But but I do I do have a few books that have been recommended to me to to read. I may have to. Stop being lazy and, you know, hiding behind the scars of a dissertation to 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 not get into that. Healing takes time, though. Yes. <laughs> See, we're going to get along well. <clears throat> I need that. But it's great to hear you say you relaxed, had a good weekend. I mostly, you know, shuttled the boys around, my two boys, and, you know, we started our Upward Bound program. So oh, the 13-year-old, nice. he's – so we're up at 6 in the morning on Saturday. Shh rushing to get to university so he can just get some college readiness support. And and then the six-year-old, you know, he's just into everything outside. So his dad come and play ball, do this, do this. So I envy the relaxed, the relaxed weekend. I did not have that. So, but, you know, it's great that you talk about just relaxing. You know, as we welcome students back to campus, I'm excited. This episode, we're going to be talking about, you know, just UNLV service learning and leadership and service day. And we are joined today by our co-host, Jenny Stiles, who's with the Rebel Media Group, and Eric Ochoa, who's our service program coordinator. Jenny and Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And we always just sort of kick it off by just asking each of our guests to just tell us your origin story in terms of how you sort of came to UNLV and into the current role that you're in. Um, yeah, so I I did my undergrad here at UNLV, um, and then after a few years of working, uh, I was like, you know what, I don't have a, a savings or a retirement fund, so I need to go do my master's. So I did my master's uh, in public admin, and in that time, I did a GA at uh, the Office of Service Learning and Leadership uh, for about two years, and then very recently, um, the former previous program coordinator for, and who was my boss, supervisor, lover, she's great, Amber, hi. Uh, she moved to Chicago, and they were like, well, we need somebody to cover, and they got me. All right. Nice. And Jenny? Yes. Um, while I am Rebel Media Group, in the Rebel Media Group, I'm a team lead there, and I team lead the social media for Let's Talk UNLV, obviously. 
my favorite client. Um, I also work with Eric at UNLV Volunteers. I am a program assistant there, and uh, I am currently getting my degree in journalism and media studies. I graduate in December. Um, but I started as a council member at UNLV Volunteers, which is pretty much, you know, the majority of how everyone starts there. And I really loved what they do there, a lot of service and social justice, which is something I've been into most of my life. And then I became a program assistant for Amber. And then uh, after Amber left, you know, I became the program assistant for Eric, who I worked with as a GA. And, you know, I've just been sticking around there until they kick me out. <laughs> It's not up it. to me, trust me. And it's, <laughs> and it's funny that, you know, you say sticky because I, I use that word a lot to describe myself. Mm-hmm. You know, we start as a student at UNLV and you, before you know it, you've been here 20 years as a professional staff member. And, and I always say, I'm sticky. It's hard to get rid of me once you get me on campus. So and you, I find that there are so many employees at UNLV who mm-hmm. sort of share that same Stickiness. Yes. I love yeah. it. I love that we're homegrown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, UNLV yes. must be a great place to work. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it here. I love the campus. Yeah. I love yeah. it here. Oh, well. Um, question for you. So what do your roles entail at Student Learning and Leadership? So my role as the program coordinator for service programs, um, before this year, we kind of had a bit of a reorg recently. Um, I was also overseeing civic engagement. So not only would I do service learning programs, um, put on by, you know, it's student-led, so just kind of like mentoring students to put on these uh, various service programs across the across the valley with various community partners, but also doing like civic engagement events here on campus to kind of promote, you know, especially like midterms coming up, all that stuff. Uh, so that was, that's kind of like my focus. And, and now with your reorg, I'm just strictly doing just service programs across um, with the multitude of community partners we got across the valley. Wow. Um, I, as a program assistant, pretty much me and Eric work pretty much hand in hand. Um, I, um, I create most of our marketing because of, you know, social media and everything. So I do a lot of our social media. I've reorganized our social media. Um, I also help create events. I do catering, which is my favorite job. Um, (laughs) Eric knows this. Um, I, you know, organize events. I, reserve rooms. I come up with some of our programs. I do a lot of outreach, which is kind of a background I have before I came to UNLV. I did a lot of nonprofit outreach. Um, Yeah. And I help with programming. Um, I'm actually helping to do some programming for October for Disability Pride. And I'm just kind of all over wherever Eric needs me. I'm there and I just make sure, you know, I'm over there making sure everything clicks and moves and, you know, I like to say I'm a creative problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, at the risk of our audience not knowing what the devil I'm talking about, but you know, on Living Single, the, yes. the Jamaican, I was like, are you low-key Jamaican? Because you got a bunch of jobs. You have a yes, bunch yes, of jobs. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, she's a, she's like my backbone. Uh, any problem comes up, I'm like, Jenny, please. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I get that message in Discord a lot. Like, Jenny, do you mind? I'm like, yeah, sure. What do you need? You know, the what can um, happen? It's wonderful. In living color skit. Yeah, yeah. Amen. 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 Like, Amen. I got three jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, just the last week was like, so um, can you come in on Friday? Because we don't have enough people for this event. I'm like, yeah, sure. 
I might be coming in in cosplay because I'm going to Comic-Con afterwards, but Ooh. I'll be there. I'll oh show up. God. Okay, you've touched my soul. We'll talk about that later. Yes, yes, we can definitely, yeah. Jenny, please do come in cosplay. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about Service Day. Yes. <clears throat> I know, Eric, you mentioned that we have, we partner with a number of community-based organizations. Could you maybe talk a little bit about the types of community-based organizations that are involved in Service Day and then also talk about how do how do you reach out or identify potential partners to come in and support the event? Yeah, so uh, we work with a variety of partners that provide a variety of services. Um, one of our big partners is, for example, the Las Vegas Rescue Mission. Uh, we do a key signature event called Dash where we go and hand out sandwiches to our houseless community here in Vegas. Um, from that, too, we also do work with Boys and Girls Club. It really ranges based on like some five impact areas that we have on uh, UNO volunteers, which are like environmental, youth and education, food and housing and security, and uh, health and wellness. So it, it really ranges from the range of like providing like Immunize Nevada, who does like vaccine kits or, or um, providing like, uh, you know, health services for, to low, low income communities to like your regular run of the mill stuff that you think about when you think of service, right? Like, like serving food to the homeless folks or like animal shelters, that kind of stuff. Um, how we identify uh, partners for um, for like service day, usually we have, we've had, we've had these relationships with these community partners for like such a long time now that oftentimes they already know, well, well aware of time. You know, we have service day twice, a, twice an academic year and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, don't worry, we got you. So it's, it's really easy to do the outreach to them, especially because, you know, oftentimes folks are devoid of, you know, labor and these are nonprofits who need as much help as they can and uh it, it, just building relationships with them also through like our our other programming as well so you know this 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 idea of service i love the idea of service but um why is it important to get involved like and what is community involvement about and how has your involvement served your community and i think i will feel this one too jen um, thank you. Um, I myself have always been a part of service. It's something that's just, you know, a bare necessity to my growing up with my family. But I feel, especially in Las Vegas, and if you are from Las Vegas and you consider yourself a Las Vegas local, you know that this is, you know, a community that helps each other. There's, you know, for those that remember, you know, October 1st, everyone was, you know, both hands in helping each other we're there um and you know besides the sin city and all of that like there's a real small community you know, small town community here where we care about each other and we're always reaching to help and asking if you're okay and things like that and i think to teach students and anyone about service is so important not just because you never know when you're going to be the person that needs help but i also think service teaches you a lot about yourself and it in you know not so like in not so like sympathetic terms it also helps you gain skills and you know you need to be able to you know transition from one skill to the other quickly and nonprofit is very much about being a jack of all trades and being able to like well this needs to be done and that needs to be done it really teaches you to just you know not think of yourself but also to look at the broader scheme of things and think about how other people live and how you know, that affects everything because just because you're okay doesn't mean everybody else is okay. And we can so easily 
make things better for somebody else. And I think that's an important thing that we all know and learn. It's wonderful. Would you like to add? Yeah, um, I think what I would add to that is that like service is important too because it exposes us to, uh, and that's kind of what we're trying to do, right? Expose folks to some material inequalities that exist. Um, so like homeless folks, uh, you know, they don't have access to, oftentimes they don't have access to sheltered homeless, um, sheltered roofs over their heads or food. So I think why service is important is just not only for the exposure of that so that people are like, hey, you know, there's folks who have ex- are experiencing this. What can I do? to improve the situation, right? Not um, not be there to just be, oh, like serving their needs in a short, for the short term, short term, also trying to help to address it on the long term. Um, but I think to touch on Jenny's point about community, I think Vegas is such a very small knit town. Um, I think you're like one degree of Kevin Bacon away from knowing somebody at all moments. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but, uh, I think that's, you know, it creates this tight-knit community, and I think going out and serving your community helps you feel as a larger part of, you know, of this town that we have that's so unique and different, and people sometimes are like, what is living in Vegas sometimes? And not to add a shameless plug, but it's also good for your mental health. It really contributes towards your happiness. It is. Purpose is very important to mental health. Yes. And that ability to have empathy and to build empathy is exceptionally Mm -hmm. good for your mental health. So even just the looking outward versus looking inward. And it helps you to have gratitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, as you notice the ways in which people's lives are different from Mm -hmm. yours. You know, the we we lose sight of the advantages and the privileges that we have because we we live in them. So Mm -hmm. could you talk a little bit about... The origin of Service Day, how it sort of came about. Yeah. Uh, so Uno Volunteers before that was known as Rebel Service Council. Um, just a bit of a backstory. I my I started my undergrad in 2011, um, and when I was in my undergrad, I actually went to one of our, and it was known as RSC back then, Rebel Service Council, and they started putting on. They moved to. They became Uno Volunteers in 2013, um, and service. The first Service Day was around 2014. Um, that's when it when it popped off. When it really popped off, it was same thing. Uh, fall and spring one, and I believe they used to do it like outside in the courtyard, very like impromptu and sort of a you know winging it <laughs> mentality with it. And uh, it, it it was great. I think the hard work that they used to previously do uh, really paid off because it's become a bigger and bigger thing now each year. And then Jen, I had a question for you relatedly. Yes. So for our listeners who are excited about participating in service day sort of what can they expect when you show up sort of what what can they expect to the types of projects or how they would spend their day um okay so you're going to show up nice and early um (laughs) you're going to come we're going to have a little bite for you to eat then we're going to get you together with your group there will be usually anywhere from like i believe we have five people to 30 people going to these different sites. So you'll meet with your group. We'll teach you a little bit about service and social justice. We'll tell you about, you know, the organization you'll be working with. And then we're going to head over. You're going to head over with your group to your site. And then you will about you'll work about three hours of service, which you do get service hours for this, which is always nice because we have those classes or those organizations or that we do need to do service hours. Um, and then you get to we have the UNLV Community Garden, 
which I personally love. I think it's a great one, um, especially now that the weather's cooler. Um, we have, um, uh, I'm going to blank. Um, we have Project 150. Mm-hmm. We have, um, Lake we do Mead. have Lake Mead Lake, Lake yeah. for more outdoorsy things. Um, we have a bunch of different places um, and anything really goes. We have Immunize Nevada. We have Nevada Donor Network, which is one of of my personal favorites. Um, And you go and you learn about these organizations. You learn about um, the communities they serve and how they're serving and creating social justice. Then you come back, you get a meal, which I know everyone likes some free food, especially after they've been working hard for three hours. Um, You get to talk to other people who love doing what you're doing and get to, you know, just mingle with other people and that's your day and it's a really fun time i love it um i love the people that come these are people who love service and love helping people and love their community and love vegas and i just i think it's a great time i think it's a wonderful thing that we do it's one of my favorite things that we do and for our listeners could you just restate the date and time for the event it will be october 7th from 8 a.m 8 a.m. to uh, about 1.30. About 1.30, 30 yeah. yeah. And it will be at um, the Blasco Foundation Hall Wing. Yes. We it's have a meeting, new location. Meeting location. Yeah, yes. Location. We have a new location yeah. this year. And then how do they get from that location to their various assigned sites? Is yeah. there transportation provided or they need to have their own transportation? So um, they will have to provide. Uh, students come in. We typically just um, advise them to carpool to the sites and uh, they will have to, you know, take their own transportation over there. There are some sites where if we have like a low enough number and typically for the further away ones, we do have a van that provides transit over there. But for the most part, we it's mostly just carpooling um, and just being mindful also of like, don't take too many cars because sometimes, you know, these are small community partners. They don't have a lot of parking space available. Those sound like wonderful opportunities. You know, the thing that I that struck me when you said service is social justice mm-hmm. You know, what a wonderful concept that in addition to improving the community, you can improve the world. Yeah. So this is something that goes beyond just serving your local neighborhood. Mm-hmm. This is improving someone's life, which improves the community, which in essence improves the world. So You never know who you're impacting in that moment of service. And that's what I always like to think about. You never know who's going to remember you. You never know who's going to like really take something from that time you spent serving. So... That's wonderful. So um, what's, I know at the risk of putting you on the spot, but (laughs) which organizations have you really enjoyed, (laughs) like, in terms of your own personal service? Or which ones do you feel like you want to put a special plug in for? Because they are near and dear to your particular heart. Um, Like I said, Nevada Donor Network, I am a transplant recipient twice over, and they do amazing, wonderful work. And also, um, people may not know it, but Nevada is very, it's one of the top states that donates organs. So it's an important thing to know and inform yourself about. And um, I also really love um, Spread the Word, because they do something what is a lot of people would consider so simple, but as we were talking about reading in academia, they take donated books 
and they take them into communities that may not have as many resources. And they clean these books up and they hand them out to these schools who need them. And I think resource to book, like that ability to get a book in your hand, especially for children. And there have been many studies that show that, you know, children that have an ability to, you know, get to books um, have a higher chance of reaching higher education and really being able to do for themselves and get themselves the places that they want to be. So I think that is just so incredibly important. So all levels, I love that it's all levels of care. So any near and dear to your heart. Well, as the program coordinator, I will say that I love all of my community partners very equally. <laughs> That's the right, the right thing to say. Uh, but I, I have a lot of fondness to the rescue mission because um, I previously have, um, in my own time, I, um, I have a lot of uh, passion for like housing justice and also food, food, food justice as well. Because you know, you you secure those basic needs of an individual, and you help folks succeed, right? And and those are things that we could definitely be doing a lot more work towards. Um, but just as a as a Vegas native, my, well, I was born in California, but I've been here for most of my life. Um, <laughs> but uh, we went to the Neon Museum last year, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it, first of all, it's a really cool museum. I really strongly advise everybody to go visit it, especially at night. Um, and second of all, um, you see the history of Vegas right through these like neon signs. And um, I think Vegas is such a young town as well. It's just really nice to see that. And it helps me feel like, you know, a sense of like, this is my community right here. And this is the history of my community um, throughout the years, throughout so, the century now. Yeah. So what's some of the feedback that you hear from the organizations who sort of have these UNLV students come in and support their work in their communities and to their clients? And then secondarily, uh, like what are some of the feedback you hear from the students here who actually sort of go out and, 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 and have those experiences? Yeah, um, the, the community partners love it. Um, I think they, they obviously, they could, you, you know, they could use all the free help that they could get, right? Um, but I think for the most part, they really like it, and they like having the students there, getting some exposure to the work that they do, what it is that they, that they need, and, like, and then students themselves come back, and they're like, wow, this, is, this was really impactful. Um, I learned a lot, especially... Well, I think a lot of students I've noticed that our our um, out of state student population has been growing substantially lately. I think students who are out of state are like, "Wow, this is incredible!" Like I've I help to I can connect to Las Vegas a bit more and learn more about you know my surrounding community and just being outside of you know the campus, right? Um, I think for the most part, it's always been very very positive. Uh, community partners love love the students. The students come in here with a passion and a dedication, and the students are typically always loving to learn and they, and they do it with such a great spirit too. Um, for me, cause I do the outreach and I'm the one who calls the nonprofits to the point where now they're like, Oh, Hey Jen, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> that's how long I've been doing this now. Um, they're always like, Oh, is it time for service day? Oh, we love having your students over. Oh, we just love it. Oh, can they come also to this event, this event and this event? Mm-hmm. Like they literally start giving me dates and are like, can they also <laughs> volunteer for this and this and this? And so, you know, as someone who's worked in nonprofit for quite a while now, there's no such thing as saying no to volunteers when you can get like some volunteers for you. But they, our community partners always love seeing us, always enjoy getting a, the amount of times I've seen it like growing like, yeah, you brought 15. Can you bring 30 this time? We're like, 
we will see what we can do. <laughs> but um, also the students always come up to me going, it was so great. I met this friend here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it was so cool. And oh, I didn't know this was happening in our community. And I didn't know that this was a problem or that like and then I hear people saying that our students coming to me and being like, oh, I'm going to actually volunteer there throughout the year now. And I think that's the best thing we can ask for is that they allow service be a part of their normal everyday life and they can be a part of that community. And it's something that even though they may be at UNLV for a short while, like they're like, you know, doubling down to use a Vegas term, doubling down on our community long term, which is honestly the most important thing. So you know, UNLV can be is such a part of our community. And the fact that we're building that long term relationship deeper into our community, I think, is just like so cool to watch and see these people like volunteer because I have I, I'll go to these places and I'll see people that like volunteered there with, with us before. And I'm like, what? You're still doing this? This is so cool. So, yeah, it's it's beneficial for everyone, but everyone has a good time and everyone, you know, looks forward to it, which honestly just lights my heart on fire that people look forward to our event. I love it. You know, the thing that you said that struck me was this idea of connection and how, you know, that this is an opportunity to not only connect them to each other, but to connect them to Las Vegas mm-hmm. as a whole. So you're you're building something, you know, because we are a community school. We are a transplant school. And I've heard students say that sometimes it's hard to get plugged in. Yeah. So yeah. this accomplishes so many mm-hmm. things. It gets them connected to you. It gets them connected to each other. It gets them connected to Vegas. And it also gives them an opportunity to really understand the culture and to serve. Mm-hmm. I once heard, um, surface is the rent you pay for life on this planet. <laughs> Something like that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, we'll get you out of here on, on one final question each. Okay. Um, is there anything that you would like to share with our listeners or a question that you wish we had asked that you would want to address um i i just want to uh i think when we're doing service right i think it's important to distinguish it from volunteering and that's kind of what we really do here um because typically volunteering is done with a very like savior complex so when you're coming to our events please come with the mentality to learn and to you know put yourself out there for your fellow human being um besides that too i just would like to promote our service day which is on uh our site leader application is coming up uh, soon It'll be bit.ly slash SLL, uh, actually, sorry, bit.ly slash capital U, capital N, capital L, capital V, capital S, service, and then capital D, day, and then capital S, site. I have to be very exact because otherwise it doesn't work. All right. Um, to go off what uh, Dr. Krabs said, um, actually joining UNLV Volunteers is a thing that connected me here. I was I took a five and a half year break and I joined just because I needed a job I needed some money and I joined and I have I love that office I'm going to be so sad when I leave the office when I graduate and it connected me to UNLV I wasn't connected to UNLV because it wasn't the school I I really wanted to go to but it connected me and now I'm like I'm going to cry I know it I'm going to cry on my last day and so that's what service can do for you it can really connect you and gain you a whole lot of people in your life that you didn't think would be there I'll be crying with you too, Jenny. Thanks so much. Dr. Crab, do you what are, I mean, it's a powerful session. I mean, you know, we're all about service. And so what are some of your key takeaways from today's oh my session? God. My heart is smiling. I am so delighted that this program exists. I'm so delighted that the opportunities exist. I am thrilled beyond measure that you are allowing students to not just 
live in the community, but be part of the community. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you both. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah and I would say, you know, it's, you know, I, I believe in service through and through. And, you know, some of the organizations that you mentioned, we have worked with personally. You know, I, I would give my shout out to Project 150. Mm, yeah. You know, over the summer, we work with a lot of at-risk high school students, mm-hmm. <clears throat> college readiness. And one of the things that they were able to do through partnership is they donated professional attire to 37 wow. of our yep. high school graduates so that they would have professional attire as they went on to college, be to go have interviews and they helped us with uh, getting ties and for the boys. So, I mean, it was just a great experience working with them and we're looking forward to a continued relationship. And then the other part, I think that the work that you're doing also ties very well with our top tier 2.0 work, Mm -hmm. especially when we talk about the core themes around community partnerships. And then also, you know, as you mentioned about just that social justice component and equity inclusion components that sometimes can get sort of, de-emphasize in sort of this service work so the importance of it so thank you too for joining the show and i know that our listeners are going to be thank you so we hope you have a great turnout and certainly if our schedules permit i know i will try to participate and get and get my boys get my boys to do some service yeah come join you all yeah get some uh free shirt and a yeah all right thank you For more Let's Talk UNLV, be sure to follow us on social media where you can get the latest updates on the show plus great behind-the-scenes content. We're on Facebook at Let's Talk UNLV Podcast, Twitter at Let's Talk UNLV, and Instagram at Let's Talk UNLV Pod.